Now, now, just wait a minute, Bob. That stuff you talk about, that's not going to happen where I live. It's not going to happen in my state or my province or or my community, my county. You know, you're, you're just talking conspiracy theory stuff. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Today, I've got a number of stories I want to share with you. Nothing, nothing too deep in in depth or length, but I want to just kind of give an overview of where we are and where I think we're headed on a number of fronts. Now, for those of us in the United States, as I look to my neighbor to the North Canada, I am absolutely beside myself. This is not the Canada that I have visited and known over the years. In fact, this is a whole different uh, country than what I remember. I don't know where it started. I'm sure that some people can attest to when things began to change politically in Canada. I, I know that I have some friends and a number of listeners in Canada, and I'm reaching out to as many people as I can in the nation and in the various provinces from from east to west and farther up north to get a better handle uh, on what the what the mood is. You can't just say the mood of Canada is. It's like trying to say that about the United States. We have 50 oftentimes very differing states and regions. And obviously in a country the physical size of Canada, the same is going to be true. So I would love to get an idea of how many Canadians from all parts of the country are thinking. From, like I say, way out west in British Columbia all the way to, you know, St. John's and Nova Scotia. Uh, all that, all the region, and what I call the maritime regions. I'd love to get a better handle. Because I'm certain a lot of people are waking up over these past several days and they're kind of in disbelief and they're beginning to realize there's about to be what I consider and I don't say this lightly illegal behavior by your rogue government in Canada the little man-child communist that runs your nation all these years of voting in liberals to get free stuff this is what you ultimately get a dictator it never fails the more free stuff they promise the closer to a dictatorship you become. And you don't see it. You don't see it for a long time, and here's why. It goes back to the old boil the, the frog. You throw a frog into hot water, he's going to hop right out. But you turn the burner on low in that cool water. As it gradually gets warmer, well, the frog gets more comfortable until he, he succumbs, passes out, and dies. And I think that's what's happening in too much of Canada and the Western world today. A lot of the stories I want to share are not just pandemic related. They are related to all the tools of the Satanist. And I'm going to call them for what they are. Trying to divide, destroy, conquer, raise your kids for you. And you have a little guy, little man child by the name of Justin Trudeau who wants to be a big leader on the world stage. He's he's a protege of the World Economic Forum and proud of it, I might add. He's one of their trainees. 
And, and as soon as he had the opportunity with a crisis, I mean, even exercising his being a draconian leader for the last, oh, I don't know, two years, harsh lockdowns, stay-at-home orders, you're essential, you're not. This all plays into this mentality of the dictator. And those that think they're doing a good service to their people, yes, we must keep people safe. As I've said a hundred times before, notice that nobody in government is ever considered non-essential regardless of what their job in the government is. During the time of severe lockdowns, the guy that ran the Parks Administration, what do you need him for? The parks are closed. But he's essential. He's government. What about economic development? There's no economy in motion. It's actually going downhill. Who's going to be investing in building, you know, plants, factories, or retail establishments? Nobody. But government officials, I've seen it. In small-town America, I've seen it all over. They're, they always consider themselves essential. And, and yes, a couple of days a week during the pandemic, they got together for their Zoom meetings from their comfortable homes. While many people wondered if they would lose their business, their house, their car, their savings, their livelihood, their life. But the elites are always that way. Their life is worth more than yours. You're just a statistic. You know, they're the vital ones that need to be be considered. And, and Justin and Justin Trudeau has now shown his true colors. The man is a lunatic dictator. The man is evil beyond words. I know there's some people in Canada, but but they're disrupting. Yeah, they have a right to disrupt. Look at your own constitution. Your man-child leader just spit on your constitution and tore it apart. He now is the authority, and he's using the power of the police. By the way, if you're a policeman in Ottawa, resign. You have you're no longer serving. You are now serving a dictator. You're not serving the people. You're serving you're serving a party line. You're serving an ideology. You're not serving mankind. You're despicable. They're holding that Polish pastor who had emigrated to Canada in jail, in solitary confinement. What's his crime? He disagrees with the government's stance on vaccine mandates and the entire COVID reckless policy of the government. And for that, he's a criminal. And you in America don't think it can't happen here. It can, and it will. It's on its way. And too many of you don't want to see it. You don't want to recognize it. You don't want to believe it's going to happen in my little neighborhood out here in the country. It's coming. And it's time we... We got wise about it. And what makes it happen so easily? I know this is going to be a dig to some, but it's public education. Once government has been teaching your children and putting in their values over, oh, I don't know, the last 50 to 75 years, gradually, you get these millennials, you get those in their 20s and 30s and 40s that they believe everything is fine. And we shouldn't have these protests. The government is keeping us safe. We have people that are incapable now of even beginning to think for themselves. They don't want to think for themselves. And the schools have ensured that they can't. 
They have no more logic or reason within inside of them. Now you know why I do this radio program every day. It's not easy. And, and lately, because of the other work we're trying to get done over the next couple of weeks, it's hard to keep the program on target because I may have to record a program a day or two in advance and things can change quickly in this world on a dime. And so trying to look ahead and get a pulse on where I think this is heading is, is oftentimes not easy. So real quick synopsis, where are we at in covid well, I've been saying, and I warned you back in end of November in, in early December, the COVID narrative would ultimately collapse upon itself. This is one of those kind of lies that with all that's out there, you cannot sustain forever. You just can't do it. It had a shelf life, and it's about a two-year shelf life. People fell for it. Most people that fell for it, fell for it the entire time. And it's going to take years for people to ever get their common sense back. Got some stories about that coming up in just a moment. Canada. They want the mandates. They want people to be vaccinated. And here's what I don't understand. This, Mr. Justin Trudeau, you little World Economic Forum strudel boy. Let me just explain it to you. You know the vaccines neither prevent the spread of COVID in any shape, manner, or form. In fact, Vaccinated people tend to spread it more than unvaccinated people. And we know it doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. They claim, and I'm not really too certain about how true it is, but it it may, for a brief period of time, uh, help you by not having as bad of an illness. But, but how many booster shots do you have to keep taking? One or two per year, three or four? You already have people at the FDA, as it was revealed last week, uh, thinking it'll be a great gravy train for the vaccine manufacturers like Pfizer and Moderna, and which means it's a great gravy train for the FDA as well, because who pays their who pays the freight? The vaccine companies, the, the pharmaceuticals, all of them, they pay their way at the FDA. And so it's all about the money. It's all about the power. It's all about getting to control you even more than you've ever been controlled before. This, this entire pandemic, we were warned by Dr. Fauci, I shared that last week, that the incoming administration, he said that back in 2017, will be faced with a surprise. Yeah, a well-planned surprise. And now as the narrative collapses and people are beginning to rebel... You've got people like Justin Trudeau in Canada becoming the new Stalin, the new Pol Pot, the new Hitler, to be quite blunt, of North America. History will not remember him kindly if we ever get past this entire mess. I think ultimately... I can pray that either they have to continue to keep going down the road of social control, doxing, humiliating, threatening. I mean, how many people in Canada, the average person that doesn't get deeply into politics one way or the other, they're happy with their free health care. 
They thought they had a very sane and, and, and nice country. How many of them are just going to comply because they don't want their bank account frozen? How many are not going to give to certain causes any longer? Like a church, maybe. Because the government may find out you gave to that church. They may freeze your bank account. You won't have any money to eat. Did you ever think, if you live in Canada, you would see this day come? People have been saying it's been on its way for 25 years. When you keep bringing in more socialism, as somebody said, you scratch a socialist, you find a communist. And I think that Justin Trudeau has been scratched sufficiently where the veneer fell off. He's a World Economic Forum, reset the globe. You own nothing. We own everything. Communist. That's not even socialism anymore. The Great Reset. You own nothing. You don't even own your house anymore. You don't even own your car, your clothing, your furniture, your your telephone. We provide that for you. And you'll be happy. This is the world we're heading to. And if you can't see it coming, then, then, I, then I can't help you. A lot of people are doing a lot of preparation. One thing that has happened in these two years, a lot of people have, be, have started to see the light. And I don't know if buying meals ready to eat MREs and storing food is a great option. Because when everything collapses and they figure out who's got the food, they're going to come after you anyway. What kind of chaos are we going to ultimately find ourselves falling in? What kind of disaster are we going to wake up one morning to see? You got Biden here in the United States, President Joe Biden, the illegitimate president of the United States, because I am firmly convinced more and more, the more they scream and try to hide things, the more they scream and try to claim it didn't happen, the more you can't see certain things because we don't want you to see it, the more I'm convinced he didn't win. Joe Biden didn't win Georgia. We've seen There's a video coming out, a movie coming out to show the thousands upon thousands of ballots that were put in by by mules, people that were paid to harvest ballots. The election was stolen in Georgia. I believe it was stolen in Wisconsin. I believe it was stolen in Pennsylvania and Michigan. Because the numbers don't add up compared to the other years when Trump won and back in 2016. He won Ohio bigger this time than last time. Now, what's that tell you? Why did it change only in a few key swing states? Well-planned apparatus, and they used the virus to cover up their dirty deeds. So this illegitimate president is going to get his wish. He's going to try to make everybody forget the lousy job he's done on the economy, the lousy job he's done on the pandemic, the lousy job he's done on everything he's touched right down to the southern border, which it's funny. He wants to go defend the sovereignty of the Ukraine border from the Russians while he lets everybody and their kid brother from the world come through Mexico into Texas, into Arizona. I mean, come on. New Mexico, and we're supposed to believe that he really cares about the sovereignty of borders? What a pile of manure. Yet here we are. Here we are. 
He cut off our ability to make energy here in the United States, made it more expensive. He's unleashed the worst inflation this country has seen currently now. I think it's in 40 or 45 years, and I'm sure we're on our way to beating the 50-year record. Reading a couple of news stories over the weekend that made me really think about something. I remember 1972 and 73, and a little later back, I think it was 77, when gas prices were going up. I can remember being in college. And I was commuting. And I could get my gas on, I think it was an even day because my license tag ended with an even number. I think it was like zero. They call that an even number. And so I could only get gas on an even day. Even in odd days, even odd license tags. And you were limited to the amount of gas you could get. And this wasn't World War II when you had the coupon books. So they could save rubber tires from you know wearing out and if you didn't really have to travel much you you were given coupons enough to take care of your weekly stuff and a little more and many people learn how to walk to town that live close many people you know did their part for world war ii different world now now we are dependent upon opec and other nations around the world remember the big the big product that Russia has to offer is gas and oil. And they're worming their way into the European Union to sell to them and cut us out. Don't be surprised if this administration's total and absolute incompetence. You know, I can remember it was, what, a couple of years ago, gas was $2 and something a gallon. Now it's getting close to 4 And don't be surprised if, when you account for inflation, uh, if gas should hit five, six, and seven dollars a gallon here in the United States. Don't be surprised. It's on its way because, see, if Biden, who's playing, I think somebody summed it up best Biden is playing checkers and Putin is playing chess. And we have the most incompetent government. We have the most incompetent Secretary of State in Blinken. We have the most incompetent people in the White House. We have the most incompetent people now running our woke military. General Thoroughly Modern Millie. I need to know more about all this stuff. I need to understand my white rage. <laughs> Millie needs to resign. Austin, Secretary of Defense Austin needs to resign. He's unfit. They're too busy worrying about jabbing young, healthy soldiers with an, with an unproven experimental vaccine that's causing lots of problems, I might add. And they're more concerned about gender dysphoria and, and, and sexual relations uh, between same-sex partners and, and trying to understand it all. They're not fit to fight. They're not fit to serve. Neither one of them. They need to go. They're an embarrassment to the world. They're an embarrassment to people that served years before when we really still had a military. And I, my heart breaks for those that, that made it through World War II and, and the handful that are still alive today for them to see what their military has descended to becoming. What a mess our world is in. Now, I've been reaching out this week and weekend, and I think I can get it together for later this coming week, some programs. 
everything from what's going on in Canada with people on the ground, trying to reach out to somebody to talk about their experience with homeschooling. And you say, well, why would you bother to do that, Bob? You know, we got all these things in the world. We got the vaccine mandates. We have runaway inflation. We have wokeness. We have gender confusion. Let me tell you something. All of these things and many more are interrelated to each other. They are all complex parts of a machine designed to confuse you, to make your life Well, confused, for lack of a better word. You're always trying to stay one step ahead of all the nonsense going on in the world today. I get it. And you say, well, I live in a state like Florida, where we have a wonderful governor, and we really do. We haven't had the silliness that has been seen in so many other parts of the United States with mandates that didn't accomplish anything. For anybody. Yeah, California. Mass mandate. Doesn't apply to the mayor of Los Angeles. Doesn't apply to those in government. Rules for thee and not for me. By the way, I'm going to say something else to my friends in Canada. I think Justin Trudeau is a fraud and a liar. Oh, I have COVID. I have to go into hiding when the whole thing with the truckers began. No, he went into hiding to find a way to basically throw the hammer down and basically go full stormtrooper. Justin, I believe, firmly, he never had COVID. That was a convenient lie. It just happened to pop up the day that the truckers showed up in town. And he had to go to some undisclosed place to to be in quarantine. And he tested positive because he was exposed to somebody with COVID. If you believe that, I've got a bridge for sale in Brooklyn, New York, built like they used to build them, and it's for sale cheap, and some oceanfront property in Arizona to go with it. We're being lied to on a scale I've never seen before. Here in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, what's wrong with you people? By the way, I just want to share all this stuff. I've got, like I say, I'm going to go through these stories in a, in a few minutes that I've just kind of collected. But I, I just want to vent on this first part of the program today. And I want to give you a little update. Um, a lot of you know that we're working on this project to increase shortwave. And we did a little bit of experimenting with the equipment this past week. And I had the equipment online and running. And we had really we we we've sunk our hearts and souls into this. I am I am just exhausted from the work that I'm doing. It's been a long time, and it's a big device. But I I had a chance to put it on and leave it on the air from I think five in the afternoon Eastern time till about mm, sometime oh early afternoon the next day. Had a chance to see how far the thing reached. And I'm listening to, I'm getting reports and I'm having it checked out all up and down the West Coast of the United States. Just an incredible signal. Literally from four or 500 miles north, north of the border, actually into Anchorage, Alaska, um, all the way down into Mexico on the West, reaching about four provinces of Canada. Uh, 
the western half of the United States coming at an angle out of Florida. But, you know, the way the world is curved, and a lot of people, you have to see it to really understand it. Signal was making it into Hawaii with just excellent coverage. And also, and I got to remember what time of the day this was, if it's, if it's daytime in Australia. But this signal was plowing into the nation of Australia. And I'll tell you more about it as we get it all tidied up. A few things to work on this week. Man, I need your prayers more now than ever before. Had a conversation with somebody getting ready to do a little work here at our home. And he was asking, you know, what I do during the week and why I'm, you know, having to do this traveling. And I kind of explained to him and he goes, man, you got to keep that, that stuff on the air. He understood what sure he knew what it was. And he said, because the Internet's going to be so controlled, so, so crushed. He gets it. We as Christians are going to have to learn to live better together, to work better together, to take care of each other's needs, like the early church did. We need to recognize that we are in the world, but not of this world. And everybody worrying about what Justin Trudeau is going to do and what's going to happen like it here, and it'll happen. And look, even though in Austria that had gone, and I, I use the term and I still do, full Nazi when it came to the COVID vaccine. The narrative is collapsing. And rather than expend their capital and be caught up with pushing something that everybody now knows is a fraud, even, also, even Austria is beginning to back off their mandates. Great Britain, same thing. Many states in the United States, same thing. The facts are, they, they can't hide it any longer that this is not working. Mask mandates probably will be dropped by the, by the CDC in the next week or so. And that's, that's the word coming out of D.C. I told you a couple of months ago, the narrative is going to collapse. But that doesn't mean we won the war. That means we merely won a little skirmish, because in the grand scheme of things over the years, this was a tiny minor skirmish compared to the war yet to be unleashed in this world and upon especially people of faith. And I've got more on that in just a couple of minutes. And, and let me just say this before I forget. It has been an honor and uh, for me to be the host of this radio program since its inception, since God laid it on my heart back in 2020. I shared with you the other day that I had uh, talked to a good friend of mine who worked in emergency management. As a matter of fact, he was a county director, then he was the director for an entire state here in the United States. And he and I have known each other now for, for quite a while. And we had kind of gone our separate ways and he happened to discover this program on a local radio station. There's a radio station that carries this on, uh, just on the weekends. And he happened to hear it. And he reached out to me and we had a, the most delightful conversation. Probably in a couple of weeks or less, I'm going to have him on the program because he's got a lot of, he's been in this field of preparing and, and truth and emergency management. And, and his faith sets him apart from most people you'll ever meet. 
and I think it'd be just a wonderful time to have him on with you and I, and I think you'll appreciate what he has to say. We're doing a lot on shortwave, and and I, I want to see this medium increased. It's not dying, really. It's going to grow. I've got a story that I'll be sharing in just a few minutes about how the tech tyrants have kind of you know worked their way through, and the companies that started out, the companies left, those that challenge, and who's got the power. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Paying for shortwave airtime is is the is the real expense of this ministry. Uh, what little we spend at the moment on delivering it as a podcast is is immaterial. I've been covering that out of my pocket for ages. Doesn't matter. And, and we'll continue to do so. I'll use any avenue and door and opportunity that is open. And so I'm not ready to abandon doing the podcast. And I, I want to actually increase it for the time being and, and use it as the platform to let people know of the other ways to hear the program. Plus the other platforms that I want to work on. I've got people that I... I need to spend time with. If I can get this one project behind, then it's time to move on to the next. Right now, I'm about as stretched as far thin as I can be. But the airtime bills keep coming, and they'll be here in just a week and a half. So if you can help us financially, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio. And our mailing address is Truth to Ponder. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. And that is in the city of Crestview. Crestview, Florida, and the zip code there is 32536. That zip code again, 32536. And if you would, a couple of other things. It's hard for me to respond to mail and email with all the work that's going on. I, I have a hard time keeping up. But I want you to know, for those of you that have supported this ministry, those of you that write letters and emails, I do read them. And your your support of this work that we're doing is it just humbles me beyond words. I can't begin to tell you of the encouragement that you give me. So we appreciate all that you do And please just understand all that I'm being called to do right now. Once again, I'll give you that address at the end of the program. You can also go to our website, truth2ponder.com. Truth2ponder.com. The the mailing address and other ways to help the program are there. And, And a lot more to share on the other side. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Logos Reason coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. Your Jewish connection bring you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Messiah is called the Word. But in Greek, the word word here is, of course, logos. It can be read, in the beginning was the logos, and the logos was with God and logos was God. Well, it's significant because logos doesn't just mean word. It also means the reason. What it means is he is not just the word. He's the reason for existence. He's the reason for the universe. He is. Messiah is the reason for everything. Before there was anything, there was the reason. And from this came everything. So it also means that without him, without the Logos, there's no reason. That's why if you don't have him in your life, there's no reason for life. Life doesn't have a reason. 
you know, before you knew him, you know, and if you stop now, if you stop letting him be the reason for your life now, if you, if you stop having him be the center of your life, your life will stop having reason. If you let other things drive you or motivate you and become your reason or fill your mind and heart and motivate you, well, you get distracted and wrapped up in other reasons, your life will lose the reason. It'll become empty. You won't have any real purpose or reason. Well, maybe that's you. Listen, even in the Lord, you can, you can let the reason stop being the reason of your life. Have you let other reasons and motivations lead you? See, the universe exists because the logos, the reason, so your life too. It'll never be right. It'll always be empty until he's again the center and the reason for your life. You want your life to have reason and purpose? Well, let him become the reason. Let Messiah become the logos, the Lord, the reason for your walk, the reason why you speak, the reason why you do everything you do, the reason why you get up, the reason why you you work, the reason why you do everything. Make him the reason of everything. For in the beginning, not just of the world, but of your life is the logos. Want more? Ask for the Rainbow Prince. Now the free gift for you, the mystery of the temple doors. You'll love it in sapphires with the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Special teachings, updates on Israel, world events, and prophecy. And the secrets of strength and victory for every day of your life. How do you get this all free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. And you will be blessed and you'll receive your free gifts. But call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and the unreached peoples on five continents with over a billion people. Imagine you can blanket the planet with the gospel. You can through shortwave radio. Find out by calling 1-800-YESHUA-1. And that's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, he is the reason for your life. Peace be to you, my friend and Messiah. Hadavar Elohim, the word of God. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to the Monday edition, part two of our program, Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Well, during this segment, I want to take some time to share with you just a few of the news stories that I've been following over the weekend. And as I mentioned, I'm working right now to to line up several guests, maybe for this week or into next kind of hard to work the schedule out as i've been mentioning the other projects so keep that project in prayer we are getting close to completion still a few more things a few more challenges and the word challenge i really mean it but we'll get there you know we talk a lot i use a term called mass covidians and i think a lot of you know where that comes from uh, from an incident back in the mid-1990s but we've almost developed a class of what I call mass Covidians in the cult of COVID. And I call it a cult because people are so afraid of, of their health issues in this mortal life that they're willing to do the absurd to save their life. Now, we, we've known since literally, oh, February, March of 2000, that there are a lot of strategies out there that are unproven and probably don't work, but they were tried anyway, just to give people a, a good feeling that we're doing something. Now, what we have to recognize, there are a lot of tools now to combat COVID that are out there. Some some are accessible in some states, some not in others, or some parts of the world, not others. But, but as this variant, as many people, 
doctors predicted would come around eventually. That would be a milder but more infectious version is giving us a herd immunity all on its own without the help of the CDC or anybody else. And, and as this is becoming more apparent to people, many states and localities are, are changing their, their, their strategies on, on combating COVID. And even the CDC, the Center for Disinformation Control, not disease, I don't know what they do anymore, they're being pressured to end the COVID man basket this, this week, actually, as it starts to, as many other places are lifting restrictions. Now, it's been interesting for me to watch the CDC pretend they are leaders in this pandemic when they make their claims of following the science. The problem, as I've seen it since the beginning, and especially now with their new leader, appointed by Joe Biden, Rochelle Walensky, is they only follow political science, not medical science. They never really have followed real medical science. So the CDC is trailing behind even blue states like California, where the jig is up. They can't keep telling people to wear their face mask uh, when the government officials aren't. But in California, they still want the little kitties to wear them, which I, I find despicable. There's just no evidence that they work. But there are many studies that show how they impair, hurt psychologically and physically young children. They don't need them. Children generally don't get COVID. If they do, it's mild and they don't really spread it. And if these teachers are so-called vaccinated, aren't they COVID proof too? And if they want to, the teachers can wear a mask. If they feel the need. Nobody's saying they can't. If it makes them feel good, like, you know, Linus's blanket, go for it. So I've said it a long time ago, all the legitimate studies. And by the way, the study that came out a couple of weeks ago from John Hopkins doesn't help the CDC to keep their phony guidelines going much longer. Because that study, like many other legitimate studies, have concluded the same thing. The lockdowns, the mask wearing were ineffective And didn't change anything. But the masks themselves and the lockdowns created their own set of serious health problems. Masking children is nothing more than political theater. And it's scaring little children that I may kill my grandma. Look, I'm getting so angry with stories where, well, you're not vaccinated. You can't visit your dying child in the hospital or your dying grandmother. Well, it doesn't stop the spread of you getting it. So what is the point of mandating it? When this is all over, if we don't lose our freedoms and sovereignty forever, there needs to be hearings and trials and lawsuits, big ones, all over the world. Canada, if you ever get your freedom back, you need to make sure the political pressure is on to get rid of your communist man-child. Get rid of him. You know, put him on the unemployment line. He can travel the world and talk to Klaus Schwab and everybody else. I don't care. But get him out of your life. It's going to take years to see the damage this masking has done to children. And as the amount of COVID cases, by the way, continues to decline, even the wizard of COVID... And the father of the virus himself, Dr. 
Anthony Fauci. Even he has now said, you know, maybe it's time to uh, remove the masking guidelines. No, he's seeing the political winds changing. He's seeing people learning the truth. He tried to cover up the origins of this virus because he's got his fingerprints all over it. Man-made in a lab in Wuhan. Tried to hide that fact too. When people, I still see people, even those that know the truth, they're going to feel insecure for years to come without wearing a mask. For some, like I say, it's the falsely held belief that it makes you bulletproof from COVID. That, along with the vaccine, if you do both, you're good. But I'm also afraid that others are deeply, they're trapped in absolute fear. They're just in fear. But for others, it's a, it's a fashion statement or a political statement. I believe in Biden's way of fixing it, so I'm going to wear my mask because I voted for Biden. Or a fashion statement. This looks so cool. And you have all these bling-bling masks out there that are made out of cloth that really do nothing. Yeah, there's going to be a psychological price to pay. It's going to take years for a lot of people to ever regain their sanitary as they as they get deprogrammed out of this cult of COVID. And they walk away from being nothing more than masked COVIDians. Now, getting back to Canada, this I'm still beside myself. And I'm hoping this week to have somebody from Canada on. We've got to. We, I, one of the things that I'm going to love about this upgrade in shortwave time, just so you know, the audience in Canada is building on both shortwave and podcast. That I know. Getting more mail from Canada than I ever have before. And it's only in the recent months that this change has occurred. So I'm trying to make sure that more of Canada is covered several times a day by shortwave and, of course, the podcast. I think you need as many voices out there that are not the C, you know, the CBC or the official line. It's got to happen. Right now, Canadian banks will receive the names of people that are involved in the Freedom Convoy protest that descended on the Canadian capital. And it's part of that crackdown on demonstrators being instituted by the extreme far-left communist government of the man-child, the evil Justin Trudeau. I'm calling him out for what I see. You know, it's funny. When India had a protest about a year ago about mandates, he was all for those people protesting in India. Yes, they need to be heard in India. Yes, they have legitimate concerns that need to be heard by the government of India. But when it happens in his country, he goes totalitarian Nazi crush them, send out the stormtroopers called the police, the army, anybody, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Well, in this first step to instill fear in people and make people run home and and say, well, we'll, well, we'll be good now. Under this emergency act that was invoked by Trudeau, and a lot of folks in Canada are saying he did not have the authority to do this. It never met the the conditions that were prescribed in that law. You know, this is not like 
airplanes flying into buildings or or warfare on on your border you know with a foreign nation trying to take you over and kill your your citizens under that emergencies act that he invoked law enforcement officials have been given the ability to arrest people for simple obstruction and any behavior they call disruptive well any protest is disruptive Funny, Justin Trudeau thought it was great when the United States had the Black Lives Matter protest because they're mostly peaceful, don't you know? As buildings burned down, cars set on fire, and people beaten up and killed. That was okay. It's a mostly peaceful protest. But see, when somebody says what you're doing, Justin, and your government is wrong, your mandates on these truck drivers that were the heroes of 2000 and 20 and then 2021 now suddenly you want to go well totalitarian and demand that they take an experimental vaccine so they can sit in their cabs it makes no sense well according to an article canadian bankers association has confirmed that the royal canadian canadian mounted police the rcmp They're alerting banks to a list of names and and has made that list available. And the institutions are reportedly seeking clarity from law enforcement on on how to handle the alleged protester's account. Now, that's according to people that are following this closely in Canada. Now, Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland says many accounts are frozen and more will be frozen. Now, I want you to listen to this. This came from a press conference middle of last week, and a reporter was asking her the question. So I wish you could see the video. She's just all smiling, gleeful. We're we're freezing accounts, or we're gonna get our way. You're not gonna get your way. We're gonna get our way. We're gonna we don't want to hear about your protest, even though the Constitution of Canada gives you the right. And even though the man child said that. They can protest in the United States for George Floyd or against vaccine mandates in India. You don't dare question the little man-child of Ottawa, ever. So listen to uh, Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland in this conversation. You'll hear first uh, the reporter asking a question. So you're confirming that accounts have been frozen, both personal and corporate, but you're not releasing the information. And the actual follow-up is... Um, I'm just wondering whether the bank accounts will be targeted of individuals who donated to the Give, Send, Go and the GoFundMe campaigns. Are they considered designated people under the Emergencies Act, meaning that their credit cards could be cut and financial services are targeting them as well? Okay, so the names of both individuals and entities, as well as crypto wallets, have been shared by the RCMP with financial institutions and accounts have been frozen and more accounts will be frozen. Uh, Crowdfunding platforms and payment service providers have started the registration process with FinTrack. Uh, In terms of the specifics on whose accounts are being frozen, uh, you now have the regulations The financial service providers have those regulations as well, and they, working with law enforcement, will be making the operational decisions. Now, I don't know about you, 
but listening to what she had to say. And she says it so, we're going to do it, yes. We're we're all gleeful that we're taking your money. We're going to send you home to starve and you'll have nothing. You'll lose everything. We're going to find you out of existence. Now, here's my question to the man-child prime minister of, of Canada. What are you going to do when other truckers say we're parking our rig? I'm taking time off. Maybe I've got COVID now, so i got to take time off. You know, I think the best thing that could happen to Canada to wake up the people that are just happy to see these truckers being pushed out of town is fine. Then no goods and stuff for you. You can have your vaccine if you want it, but don't make anybody else take it. You can wear your your stupid face diaper if you want to, but you don't need to be making others do it, especially now that we know factually. This is my problem with Trudeau. There is no more argument left. There's none. The vaccines are an abysmal failure. We know that. They don't stop the spread. Matter of fact, studies are showing people that are vaccinated tend to spread the virus to others even more so. It's just the way it is. The mask mandates did nothing. Didn't didn't change the outcome. If anything, it caused some other health issues. And all locking down, staying at home, declaring who's essential, who's not essential. This was a drill, if you didn't figure it out, for you to be compliant. Yes, you're unessential. You can stay home. We'll send you $1,200 here in the United States. Two years later, that $1,200 is long gone. It has been an abused pandemic. It's been played out on tabletop exercises long before the virus was released upon the world. It was released, didn't come naturally. It was released from a laboratory. The similarity between this particular virus and the first SARS-CoV virus of 2003-2004 is unmistakable except for some gain-of-function work. And hopefully, whether by accident or by design, the uh, Omicron variant is going to uh, give us the herd immunity that the vaccines can never do. Yet they still want people that, are have, that have natural immunity 20-some-odd months later to take the vaccine. Here's one thing we do know. I saw a study showing those that had COVID and recovered and then took the vaccine, actually lowered their immunity to COVID. So all of this, by the way, communist China is not going to, they're not using the mRNA vaccines. They don't believe in them. They're doing it the old-fashioned way, and the results are seeming to be better if they're to be believed. But no, Biden and his entire staff, of losers and clowns in the White House and reprobates and idiots and fools. Keep pushing, wear a mask, get vaccinated, get a booster, get a booster or two, get a booster or 10. This this is the philosophy. Be obedient, little servants of your government. Your government here, you know, our, our department of pandemic, you know, we, we want you to live in fear and know that we'll take good care of you. Now we're seeing in Canada, 
something I never thought that I would see in my lifetime. Look, I figured I'm going to take you back almost 50 years ago and I first would go up to Canada. Actually, a little over 50 years ago. Wonderful place to visit. Wonderful people. I really enjoyed my time. Just friendly. Our neighbors to the north. I felt so much at home and enjoyed their company. I've known many Canadians in work and in my ministry work and other things over these many, many years. I just can't say enough. But how people, and it dawns on me how it happened. I shouldn't be, I should be able to tell you this. When you start giving away free health care and you start giving away free this, that, or the other, over time, you get a significant class of people that become completely dependent upon the government. Canada is about less than a generation ahead of the United States. Less than a generation. Probably not even a half or a third of a generation in that regard of people being dependent. And now with electronic banking, uh, this war on cash, the idea that we need to have a digital ID and a digital currency and a global reset. Let's face it. How in the world here in the United States are we going to pay back the trillions upon trillions of borrowed dollars? Canada, you're in the same boat we are. Look at what things cost you today versus what they cost you 50 years ago. Oh, Bob, but that's inflation. No, that's the devaluation of your currency. The devaluation of your currency. As government borrows more, the money you have becomes worth less. And you try to eventually get a raise to catch up. I did a little bit of math. I was thinking, how well was I living in 1975 or 1977 or 1982? kind of look back early in my career well I I was a young radio announcer in Georgia and we owned a nice little home that was only a couple of years old bought a new house a bigger house in another town in 1977 and then another really nice place in the 80s that was bigger yet and we didn't we didn't have a whole lot of debt at all. We had a small house payment compared to our income. Groceries never troubled me. Uh, gas prices never bothered me. But man, I see it now. We have accelerated this process of borrowing our ourselves into oblivion. And so they're going to need a great global reset to just walk away from all the debt and let the damage fall where it may. Now, let me say this again. I want to be emphatically clear so you don't miss it. As I look at all of this that has happened here in the United States and in Canada, uh, yeah, I know that Austria is beginning to back off there. You know, we're going to come and crush you if you don't, you know, get the vaccine. Same is happening in Israel. Same is happening everywhere. You want to know why? I'll tell you why. As much as they try to hide some data, and believe me, now they're trying to, they recognize the data is going to be very alarming. And so governments are trying to get ahead of this 
to act like they saw the light before we did. We've been seeing the light for a year. They've been trying to cover up that light. They've been trying to keep you from seeing it. They've been really dishonest with you. The thing, if I had said last year, let's say this is January of 2021 or February of 2021 or March of 2021, if I said, you better watch out, Canada, Justin Trudeau is about to invoke some real power. He's going to crush you. He's going to take your money, shut off your food, shut off your utilities, steal your gasoline or or diesel fuel. You know, if I said that he was going to be just as encompassing and as draconian as Fidel Castro was to Cuba in nineteen in the in the late nineteen fifties, you would have laughed at me. Many of you would laugh. You're wearing some tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist fool. I don't believe it. Can't happen here in Canada. Can't happen here in the United States. But you just saw it happen. A year ago, if somebody said Austria would be out there wanting to find people like 30 grand for not having, you know, a vaccine, you would have said, you're crazy, Bob. And they would still want that if they thought they could get away with it. The problem is... Problem is, the truth is catching up. Set it back in December. God is pulling back the veil and shining the light of truth. We may have won a skirmish, not even a battle, in these two years. This was a skirmish. We're nowhere near turning the tide of a war. I'm saying people are being hammered by the left right now. They don't want the protest. They don't want you having knowledge. They don't want you sharing anything that they cannot control. Tomorrow, I'm going to share some things about some of the tech tyrants and and some of this woke melodrama we have to face worldwide in, in everything we do. Now, before the time slips away, I'm going to ask you two things. Three things, actually. Keep listening and share this program with your friends. Pray for me to keep this thing going. Number number two, most important, can you help us keep the airtime paid for? We have the bills coming in. If you can, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address is Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. And we are in the city of Crestview, one word, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code here is 32536. Once again, 32536. You can find out more about how to support us from our website, which is truth, the number two, ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Until tomorrow, may God richly bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more. Visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.